0: Hi, and welcome to ProPrac. I'm Kira Burkira. And I'm Nicole Breeden. You're listening to How Are You Today, a spin-off series where we call an artist and check in with how coronavirus is affecting them and ask them to share their worries and their hopes for the future. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey. How are you? How are you? <laughs> Good.
1: Good
2: how are
1: you today? I'm doing good. I'm um, just having a slow morning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, i good.
0: Do you want to tell us how the pandemic has affected you personally?
1: Yeah, um, like in so many ways. <laughs> um, it's like my life has kind of turned upside down a bit. Um, maybe for context, I should tell you I've like, I haven't talked to you for such a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I've been living in London for the last, like, six years, um, working for the last three years at Tate Britain as a curator and then won the contemporary uh, teams. And so my life was, like, pretty busy, pretty, like, um, yeah, rushing around a lot. Um, and then the pandemic hit and I was kind of going through some, like, personal stuff and feeling quite burnt out anyway um and then I um Tate announced like we got three weeks off so I was like okay and things were really heating up um and I like I was just like okay I'm just going to come home for a bit just see how that goes um and so I scrambled for flights and um was really lucky to get like one of the last flights out not so lucky to um be put in hotel quarantine for two weeks Um, but then um (laughs) Uh, yeah, and then I um, found out I got furloughed, which is like kind of like the um, British version of um, JobKeeper. So I've just been like living in my parents' house for <laughs> like three months. Same. Um, Nine
2: and <laughs> <up>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And like it's the longest time. Like I've not lived with my parents since I was 19. Oh, I've oh, like same. never had. Yeah. I've like never had a chunk of time off ever. Um and I've also not been in Australia this long for six years. So yeah, it's all um kind of wacky and great.
2: Yeah. I um I saw your um return um in an incredible Instagram post that you did um at the parents' house. But Oh yeah. (laughs) I still think it's going to be one of the
1: greatest things that have um, come out of this. Uh, oh, arena. it was it was a local photographer. She was like wow. wanting to do portraits of everyone in the street, and my mum was so into it. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that um robe I was wearing, um, I uh, actually stole it from the hotel because I was like, <laughs> you guys are fucked. I'm taking your, I'm taking your robe.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your experience um, in hotel quarantine? Look,
1: it was pretty horrible.
0: Like, I think my
1: mental health was, like, at the lowest it's ever been. And um, there was no, like, provision for mental health. Um, so it was, like, one nurse for, like, 400 people. Um, um, and it also I was, like, the second flight in, so they just didn't know what they were doing. So, like maybe like the second day in they were like oh yeah you can probably like go out for a walk tomorrow and then it was like that could never happen but yeah so there was no fresh air um locked in a room not able to go outside having like you know kind of like airplane food delivered three times a day um yeah I went a bit nuts I mean obviously it was great because like I'm, I'm like super grateful that I didn't have to pay for it um but it was pretty um pretty
2: difficult You mentioned before that this is kind of one of the longest chunks of time off that you've had off in a really long time. Um, I'm wondering if there's been any projects that you've been working on while you've had this time off?
1: Pretty soon after I got here, um, I managed to borrow a pottery wheel from my friend who, um, uh, yeah, and it had been sitting in her garage since like 1986. And, um, I've just like thrown myself into it and it's been great because I was doing pottery in London. Um, and, uh, I'm just really, really into it. And it was just so nice to have an activity to like, um, kind of distract myself from just like my parents plotting around. <laughs> um, so I set up like a little studio in their garage and, um, that was really cool. Um, yeah. So I'm like a full time potter, I guess yeah it's like really tactile, and there's also so many steps. So it's the clay version of sourdough, but yeah, apart from pottery, um, I guess I've been reading a lot and like taking time to read things that maybe I normally wouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. so like um, for example, before I left, i was I just curated a Labana Hamid show at Tate, and um it was really sad because when it shut, like when like I had to shut early, obviously, and all the paintings were like just still on the wall. It's <laughs> like okay, um, I think they're probably still there. Um, and um, but yeah, so like um, she rec- she recommended this amazing feminist sci-fi book um called women on the edge of time by marge Piercy, and i tried it before and i was like just couldn't quite get into it didn't have the headspace for it so i'm reading that and so that's been really nice um to kind of like do maybe like like sort of do peripheral research i suppose um Mm. like i've been watching like some derek Jarman films and like um uh went on like a pilgrimage to um Lee Bowery's grave which was really fun um who I've always been really interested in
0: do you want to detail how your routine has changed
1: uh I don't get up as early that's for sure yeah um I guess like my my days in London were like you know yeah getting up cycling to work having a pretty intense day maybe doing some exercise having dinner going to bed doing it again um and now I'm like doing yoga like having a slow coffee um like making more time to talk to friends and like maybe um like being a bit more intentional about the way I communicate with people I've been doing this like really cheesy but quite cute um routine with a friend where we send like gratitude lists to each other every day it's oh, so <laughs> um, so nice. really nice yeah um, and we're like, not even like good friends, but now we are Yeah. <laughs> yeah. now I know everything about her Yeah.
0: <laughs> every day. I feel yeah. like, I feel like probably a lot would, um, yeah, emerge from a gratitude list that you send every day. It's probably have a lot of detail over time.
1: Yeah. And like when you have a bad day, it can be interesting to see what like to fi- have to find things. So for like the first week I was like breathing fresh air. <laughs> I was like on my list every day.
2: Um, Is there anything that you're currently worried about?
1: I think I'm, like, worried about everything and nothing, like, Mm -hmm. on a personal level. Um, Like, I'm a little bit worried about going back to London and what that's going to feel like. Um, But I'm also, like, I suppose I'm feeling really strong in how much I've got through, so I'm kind of worried about nothing. Um, But I guess on a, like, collective level, I feel, or, you know, on a global level, I feel really worried about um, the way that um, the way that the police have been brought in in um, to really vulnerable communities, and like yeah. you know, obviously with the um, public housing like fiasco that happened here in Melbourne with the George Floyd in the states, and like just, I mean, I've never really been like that sort of invested in abolitionist politics but now i'm starting to rethink that and um i don't know just kind of i don't i I think i'm being very articulate but i just feel worried about how like the way that we respond can be so um reliant on like yeah reliant on police force and Mm -hmm. rather like we know we know so well that like that's not the way to do things we know that the way that we know that like you know community engagement and trying to um, preventative measures are the way forward but for some reason it just feels like it's not working or like we can't we can't move into thinking like that so yeah I don't know I think I feel a bit yeah just generally worried about
0: like the way that the pandemic is being handled maybe for vulnerable people on the flip side of that what are you hopeful for
1: yeah again like I think I have a personal answer and a collective answer I think on a personal level I'm really hopeful that I can bring some of this um kind of creativity and like slowness into my into my life back when I go back to work and like being able to bring some of the lessons like I've learned so much about myself in the last three months like some things that I was you know didn't maybe want to learn, but um <laughs> i've it's been really uh, really amazing. Um, and then I think like I've also been really interested in um, and really excited by the way that the pandemic has forced us to rethink uh, or maybe like focus attention on um, like issues of consent and boundaries and the way that now you know, you don't just go in for a hug, you check with someone, you don't like, um, you know, if you're going to meet up with someone, you might say, oh, you know, would you prefer to have a coffee or if you don't feel comfortable with that, we can go for a walk. Like, we, why didn't we do that before? (laughs) Like, it feels like really, um, well, I mean, I don't know if everybody's doing this, but certainly I have and the people in my community have tried to be more intentional about, like, what each other are um, consenting to and, I think it's kind of the same goes for, for art as well and the way that um, we've been able – I feel like I've been able to accept, access some incredible content online and all, that also is kind of like, well, how come – like I really hope that that continues and that we um, are able to, you know, attend a dance performance in LA one day and then go to a <laughs> – um, I don't know. You know, it's been like – I think it's really cool the way that um, we've been able to rethink um, the way we interact with culture. So I really hope that that continues.
2: Um, That's a really nice place to leave it, I think. Um, Just one final question is, do you have Instagrams or websites that if anyone's interested in what you do, they can follow you on? Or if you don't, you don't have to share it either
1: um i do uh i have an instagram which is um i think it's laura.castanini um and now you've just reminded me that i do have a website and it's really out of date and that was like on my list
0: <laughs> of projects
1: of things that i was meant to do during the pandemic uh,
0: and i haven't done i feel like that's been nine nine out of ten people have said that <laughs> <laughs> okay that makes me feel better yeah um yeah <laughs> But, I mean, have a look and see what it was, what it's like. Can I even
1: remember? I'm pretty sure it's lauracastanini.com. Thank you so much for taking the
2: time to share with us where you're at today.
1: Right. Oh, so nice to talk to you. All yeah.
2: right, bye. see ya.
1: Okay, bye.
0: <laughs> we respectfully acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we have recorded and pay respect to elders past, present and emerging and the elders of the land on which this podcast reaches you on today. We extend that respect to all First Nations people listening and acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded.
2: How Are You Today has been generously supported by the City of Melbourne's Quick Response Grants. Follow us at ProPract Podcast on Instagram or email us at ProPractPod at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe on whatever you listen
0: to podcasts on. Please stay in touch. We'd love to hear what you're up to as well.